Welcome to the Basic Money Matters Show, where we will discuss tools and tips to help you manage your money. Are you ready to get your finances in order? Well, here's your host, Annette Sullivan, certified public accountant and owner of Temple Management Consulting to show us how. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining once again to Basic Money Matters. We're so excited that you're here and we're going to get started uh, on a topic that hopefully many of you, it applies to many of you, and that is making the most of your group health benefits, making the most of your group health benefits. And so I want to tell you why we're talking about this topic. First of all, it's because in a previous episode, we discussed the topic or the concept or definition of uh, total compensation. And we shared how that is calculated and determined for you for work. And one of the components of total compensation is your health insurance or health benefits. Health benefits is one of the largest benefits that most of us have with our employers. And so it's obviously, if it's something that is available to you and uh, it's fairly costly usually. Uh, So we wanna make sure that we are making the most, that we're using it, understand it. And so we're just gonna spend some time talking about uh, understanding what you actually have How do you do that? Um, What kinds of questions you might need to be asking before you even need your insurance? You know, none of us plan for illnesses and things to accidents to happen, but it's just a a fact of life. These things do happen. And and, uh, it's very important that we understand what kind of benefits we already have before these things happen and we can make more calm decisions around our healthcare and finances. So we wanna be proactive. And so we'll just basically talk a little bit about the uh, group health benefits and how you can really make the most of of that for you. Uh, Another reason we're talking about this topic is that, uh, as we know, we have a public health crisis that has been going on for quite a while. And many, m- many people, millions have suffered in their bodies, themselves, uh, family members, uh, loved ones have been lost, and we never know when things are going to happen. So to be in a position to even have group health benefits is really quite a blessing. And so if you have it, the number one thing priority is to make sure that you are enrolled in it. When I say if you have it, I mean, if your employer offers it, you certainly want to make sure that you are enrolled, unless of course you are covered uh, in some other uh, fashion, either through your spouse's plan or someplace else. But if you at all, you have, a group employer health insurance available to you, you wanna take advantage of it. So it's a very valuable benefit. So you need to understand what you have. Also, we need to understand how different changes in our life can affect our coverage. And and also what, what should we do if our coverage doesn't meet our expectations? 
So the first thing we want to do is get your plans summary plan description, SPD. It's called a summary plan description, and you can get that from your plan administrator. Basically, your HR department should be able to provide that to you or uh, direct you where to get that. The summary plan description gives a detailed, very detailed summary of your health insurance plan. It talks about how it works, the benefits that it provides, and how those benefits can be obtained or lost. Now, in addition to your summary plan description, the summary of benefits and coverage, SBC, there is another even more abbreviated document called a summary of benefits and coverage, SBC. It's a shorter, more easy to understand summary of your plan's coverage and your plan's cost. You should get both. You should get the SPD, the more detailed summary plan description, and the briefer SBC, summary benefits and coverage. So we're just gonna bullet point out some um, things to look for when you are reviewing uh, both of those documents to make sure that you understand your plan and what you actually have. You need to look for the accessibility of your physician's offices, you know, your choices. You need to look for what are your deductibles? And I think we all understand what deductibles really are. What are your co-payment requirements? Understand that through and through so you won't get caught off guard when you go to the doctor or the hospital for that matter and get a bill. You should clearly understand what the co-payment requirements are. You need to understand what the maximum out-of-pocket expenses are for your plan. And that's a stated amount basically, which says this is the most on an annual basis that you would ever have to come out of your pocket for uh, paying anything uh, during the year. So it kind of gives you a cap. In worst case scenario, if something bad really happens, this is the maximum that you know that you would be on the hook for. Understand what the lifetime benefits are, you know, the most that the plan would offer uh, over your lifetime. Understand any exclusions, what the plan does not include, any waiting periods that you have. Typically, sometimes you have a 30-day, a 60-day, a 90-day waiting period before certain benefits can be utilized. So if there is a waiting period, you need to know about that as well. Prescription. Now, most people have some type of uh, medicine that needs to be filled via, via prescription. You need to understand uh, what those benefits are, 
how you can get those prescriptions filled. Oftentimes you can save money by getting them through the mail, uh, auto refill, all those sorts of things. But what are the benefits, the prescription benefits? And maternity benefits, what are those? How about your dental and vision benefits? If your employer offers those uh, in the, uh, the health benefits plan, uh, what are the deductibles related to it, the maximums, all of those. Preventive care programs, and we'll go into a little more detail on that, particularly when we're talking about wellness type programs, and we'll talk about that a little, a little, a little later. You also need to understand what your rights are uh, in terms of claim, uh, filing, uh, appeals for denials of claims. So you need to understand the, your rights for appeals. Now, we're living in a time where suddenly people are, can, are getting sick for whatever reason. Uh, this is unprecedented. None of us have experienced this before, and I'm sure many have already experienced it. And it's traumatic. It's a crisis. And so we want to do all we can to be proactive. So as you look through your summary plan description and your summary benefits and coverage, you're going to have further questions. You should have further questions. If those questions are not readily seen or you don't see them, see the answers to those questions in those documents, you need to ask. Nine times out of 10, those questions, the answers to those questions are in those documents. So. Some of those things that are very, very common for most people is do, will you need prior approval to visit a specialist? So what's a specialist? I think we all know when we go to our primary care physician, oftentimes uh, we are going for a particular issue that we're having and your primary care may say, well, uh, you may need to go to uh, an ear, nose, and throat specialist. Well, what you need to understand is, do you need approval from your plan first prior to visiting that specialist? Also, do you need to have a referral from your doctor in order to visit that specialist. Now you can visit that specialist, but your plan may not pay for that visit if you don't follow the rules. So you need to know the rules around visiting specialists. Another question you might wanna ask is, how does the plan define emergency care? What really is emergency care? 
What if you are outside of your normal area, you're out of town um, and you get ill? How, how do you get care if you are outside the area? Is there a network of uh, doctors? Is it if you're if you are a part of a network like a Kaiser or whatever, then more than likely you can get to one of those facilities a little easier when you're out of town, depending upon whether it's an emergency or not. But how do you get care if you are outside the area? Uh, what hospitals are in your plan's network? That's very important because oftentimes. Um, it will be less expensive for you in the end if you visit, attend uh, those doctors and hospitals that are in the plans network. Is there a time limit on hospital stays? Very, very important. That's something that we want to be looking at now, none of us are planning to be in a hospital, but we never know, or a family member. Who decides when you will be discharged? Normally that would be the doctor. Also, what about second opinions? Your plan summary document should also talk about whether second opinions are required before surgery? That's a very good question. And if they are required, a second opinion is required, who pays for it? Will the plan pay for it? How do you get ambulance service? Well, most of us know we call 911, but there are other means, but there may be some other uh, details in your plan document around that. Your plan summary document should, should address if the plan would pay for follow-up care, uh, such as, you know, like a home health, nursing services, those types of things. Will the plan pay for that? And what are the limits? If you have a serious medical problem, will your plan provide someone to oversee care and make sure your needs are met? That could be a coverage that you have. It, you see, when you, when you start thinking about these questions and listening to these questions, uh, these are very difficult questions to get answered in a period of crisis. Uh, first of all, if you don't even have your summary plan document uh, and haven't looked at it, then someone else is going to have to do that for you. And in a period of crisis, there's so much going on and uh, it'd be very difficult to filter through all of that if you don't have this document or already have looked at some of this prior to an unforeseen event, illness, or injury. Oftentimes, these plans have an advice hotline. I remember a while ago, I worked for an organization that did have an advice hotline, and it was fantastic. It's free. Uh, you could call in 
and talk about or state your symptoms or whatever, or you could actually speak to a particular person. And that advice hotline uh, could help you decide how to handle a problem that might not require a doctor's visit. Very, very handy tool to have. If you have an advice hotline, certainly, certainly take advantage of that, but you need to know about it in order to take advantage of it. Now, these have been very trying times and uh, the incidents, uh, the time that we're living in has caused many people to be in a depressive state. Uh, our, our mental state is not necessarily uh, at the best where it uh, normally is. And so, you know, there's a lot of mental health crisis going on uh, in this world, period, during these times, as well as substance abuse. Many plans, many health plans provide coverage for mental health and substance abuse or substance disorder. They, they provide coverage for that. If your plan offers these benefits, you need to know the financial requirements, such as, you know, what are the co-payments and deductibles and the treatment limits. For example, how many visits can you make? Okay. By knowing that in advance, you can certainly be armed with the information to take advantage of these wonderful benefits, mental health and um, substance, uh, substance use coverage. So some plans also cover, you know, preventive type services such as screenings for depression, as well as child behavioral assessments, and those things are often free. So when we hear the word free, we certainly wanna take advantage of that. Any type of screenings for mental health, depression, or um, any child behavioral assessments are often free if your plan does offer this type of benefit. So check those documents to find out what your plan covers. When we talk also about preventive, think wellness, wellness programs. More employers are establishing wellness programs to encourage employees to exercise, lead healthier lifestyles. And so uh, it's to your benefit and to your employer's benefit that you do lead a healthier lifestyle. So oftentimes there, there's uh, wellness programs, maybe uh, gym memberships, discounts on gym membership, or other type of wellness programs that's included in your health benefits. And so um, even things like uh, encouraging you to stop smoking, just generally adopting healthier lifestyles. And so these plans uh, often provide rewards such as cost savings, as well as promoting 
good health. So check your summary plan description and your summary of benefits and coverage to see whether your plan offers a wellness program or programs. And if it does, find out if or any reward is offered and what you need to do to receive it. So be proactive. Always be proactive when it comes to your health care. Don't be afraid to ask your doctors questions and insist on clear answers. Now, this is all related to your uh, financial benefit of health insurance from your job. So if you're concerned that you will not be able to understand or follow a doctor's instructions, bring somebody with you. Take somebody with you who can take notes on your behalf, okay? You are responsible. You are the primary responsible party for your own care, okay? It's in your hands. So always consider lifestyle choices and any changes that we can all make in our lives to lower our risk of uh, illness or injury, we should do. Walking more, losing weight, all those things. Always consider uh, when you are talking uh, to the physician, the risks and benefits of any tests or treatments and how you would go about obtaining any care after hours. You may be in town, but what about after hours? Okay, it may not be an emergency, but you need to see a doctor, you feel the need. And so things like urgent care, uh, uh, urgent care facilities, are they available for you in your plan? So what happens when you lose your coverage? And why would you lose your coverage? The main reason you would lose your coverage, obviously, is if you leave your job. If you leave your job to go to another job, then you no longer have at least the coverage that you had at that current job. But under uh, COBRA, uh, the COBRA Act of 1986, uh, if you leave your job, either uh, voluntary or involuntary, and you no longer have coverage, a COBRA allows you to buy health coverage under your employer's plan. If you lose your job, change jobs, get divorced, or any other qualifying event. Now, the coverage that you can get under COBRA can last from 18 to 36 months. So basically anywhere from a year and a half to three years, depending on your situation. I have used COBRA before. Of course, COBRA can be expensive, but it does allow you to bridge coverage. COBRA applies to most employers with 20 or more workers. And um, under COBRA requires your plan. So if you're about to leave your job, your plan, your employer, your plan needs to notify you of your rights. 
Most plans require you to make an election for coverage under COBRA within a certain time period, within 60 days of the plan notifying. So let's say you're about to leave, you're notified of the plan that you have of the right to um, elect to uh, be covered under COBRA and you have a certain period of time to enroll. So if you do not get a notice from your employer about COBRA, once again, it's only if you're with an employer of 20 or more workers, then you need to contact or follow up with your employer about that and make sure that you reply within the allowed time. Now, when you buy insurance under COBRA, you're basically going to have essentially the same plan that you have, essentially, won't be exactly the same, but you're going to have to pay the full amount of the premium plus administrative costs of up to 2%. What does that really mean? So we spoke in a previous episode that your employer generally, let's say, for example, the insurance that uh, you're enrolled in for your employer basically costs your employer $400 a month for you. Now, the employer may be paying 60% of that or $240, and you may be paying $160 of it, 40%, whatever the amount is. The employer is paying the bulk of that premium. If you were to leave your job and uh or you know leave your job for whatever reason and you qualify for cobra and you elect to be covered under cobra then the entire $400 premium is on you that would be your premium you will have to pay that plus an administrative fee and so that's where the sticker shock comes in so you would need to be uh prepared for that You need to remember to pay your premiums on time or you will lose your COBRA coverage. So oftentimes, you know, if you or your family member have a pre-existing condition, you may not have any other choice but to take the coverage. If you can afford it, just be aware that it is available to most of you. Okay. Now, as things change in your life, so does your health insurance needs. So review your group health insurance benefits when you either get married, get divorced, have a new child, have a child who is no longer a dependent, or suffer the loss of your spouse. The um, information provided by your employer should tell you how you can change benefits or switch plans if needed. Now, what about uh, retirement and how does that factor in if you're about, you've been on your job for a long time and you're about to retire? Well, you need to find out what benefits are available? What health insurance benefits are available during retirement? So ask your job's 
HR office, union, and plan administrator, whoever the appropriate people are, ask them, check your summary plan description. Make sure that they all agree on the benefits that you're going to receive uh, during retirement and if they can be changed or lost. You need to understand what those health benefits are during retirement. After you have this information, you can, of course, incorporate it as you make other important choices, such as, you know, Medicare, insurance coverage, etc. Now, sometimes when um, we are, uh, we, we submit a claim in for, um, for, for an event, you know, going to the doctor or having some type of procedure, Sometimes a claim is denied. Uh, you need to understand what your rights are and you need to know what the procedures are if you'd like to dispute that. So it's important to understand how your plan handles complaints. So check your health benefits package uh, to find out who is responsible for handling problems with benefit claims. Very important, very, very important and keep records and copies of all your correspondence. Stay informed. Stay informed. Sometimes these plans have uh, some type of magazine or newsletter uh, that's often very helpful. Um, ask how you will be notified if of any changes in the plan's medical provider or covered services and prescriptions, uh, always be on the lookout in your company email. Don't ignore those types of things. They are very, very important. When you get notices about your health insurance plan, any changes, pay, pay very, uh, very, very, very high attention to that uh, because we never know uh, what we're going to need and when we're going to need it. And so I hope this information has been helpful to you in talking about um, how to make the most of your group health, uh, uh, health insurance uh, where you work. Uh, please, once again, take advantage of it. Enroll. Do not, do not be without coverage if either you or your spouse have coverage available on your jobs. You should never be without coverage if at all possible. Thank you so much for listening to this, to this episode of Basic Money Matters, where we take the complicated financial parts of your life and business and make it easy for you to understand. Our episodes are also aired on Hindsight Media Radio 103.5 FM, Hindsight Media Radio, 103.5, HindsightMediaRadioNetwork.com, where there is always something good to listen to. And please visit our website at tmc.cpa, Temple Management Consulting, where we provide accounting and financial management services for your business.
thanks so much for joining us for the Basic Money Matters Show. Please visit our website at templemanagementconsulting.com. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Basic Money Matters. Thanks again for joining us.